I waited a full day to do this episode. And I'm glad to say that Fred Horberg is finally fired from the Chicago Bulls as their head coach. One point, he never should have had that job that long or period to begin with because the only reason he got that job is because he was friends with Garpax. In four years, he had one playoff appearance and got booted out of the NBA playoffs by the Boston Celtics in the first round. People are saying they're sad about Horberg leaving. I'm not, because all this was was a Tim Floyd era part two, and I called that when he got hired in. He was more respected as a college coach than a head coach in the NBA. And to me, that sounds like the Chip Kelly syndrome. You're awesome when you are on a college level, but you are not respected at all when you're on the pro level. Now, off bet, I cannot name the head coach of the Bulls right now because he literally just got hired in yesterday. And he coached the Bulls to a six-point loss to the Indiana Pacers tonight. I get that they don't have all their pieces because injuries continue to be a factor when it comes to Chicago. It always has been, and that's one of the biggest things that irritated me about them. They work with what they have, but the players have to be on the same page and have the same drive to win every night. Granted, you're going to have nights where you're going to get blown out. Things don't go your way. But you can develop winning streaks and have the heart to win. Because with past Bulls teams, that's what I've witnessed. I've witnessed people say that the Bulls were doing Derrick Rose. Ah, damn. When Derrick Rose was injured and he was supposed to be at his prime. The Bulls took who they had on the team at the time. And they made things work. And they got into, into the playoffs and won games that people said they shouldn't have won. Perfect example was when they snapped the Heat's 27-game winning streak, and nobody thought that that was going to happen at all. That game remains to be a classic in Bulls history. And that's when the Heat were on a crazy, crazy winning streak, and people were comparing them to the all-time great teams that hadn't even won a chip at that time. And people were going to say they were going to beat the Lakers' consecutive winning streak game of 20, of 20, I'm sorry, of 33 games, which still stands today. The Bulls shut that down, and no one really gave that, that Bulls team or past Bulls teams without Derrick Rose the respect they, they deserve because so many people swore up and down that they were finished, they were done in this and that, but they kept proving people wrong, and by their hearts showing, they showed they could actually win games that... They had no business winning or even being in competition with. Now, this current Bulls team, I understand that Jabari and Levine are two different players. Both of them had setback injuries. Both of them got paid by the Bulls very handsomely. And if Levine can come back from an ACL injury and still be able to produce the way he's doing, why can't Jabari do the same thing? I get that you're not going to be the same after every injury that you get, especially after a knee injury or an ankle injury or any injury for that matter. I understand that you're not going to be able to do some of the same things. But if you have to, tweak your game to the point where you show that you can be effective in other ways. It will make you see the game a lot differently. Because if Derrick Rose could be a potential six-man of the year award, I'm sorry, a potential six-man of the year, and playing the way he has with constant knee injuries and stuff, 
people telling him that he was finished, he is playing at a high level for the Minnesota Timberwolves right now. The same people who told him he were done, he was done, are the same people that, that are not saying anything right now. Because he's playing the way that he was supposed to play in the first place. As long as he stays healthy enough, they're just going to keep doing what he does. And Jabari needs to have that same mentality. Because he's from Chicago. He knows what comes with being a bull. He knows what it be. He knows what it means to be from Simeon, of course, because he's from Derrick Rose, and Benji went to the same school. Jabari needs to be more effective. And I guess with this new coach, he's going to learn how to use the players around him because Horberg didn't know what the fuck to do with certain players. Which explains why he got fired. Like, I didn't think the guard packs was, was really going to pull the trigger and fire this man because they him and hard so much about saying, oh, well, he's in the hot seat and this and that, but still managing to keep this man around for another two to three years when he should have been fired after the first season. But I get, but they got their heads out of their ass and decided to fire him. But they need to go too because that's always been the Bulls' biggest issue was their management. Even before guard packs, had it not been – for Derrick Rose being, had it not been for Derrick Rose being drafted in 2008, the greatest years of the Bulls' lives would have been the Jordan years. And that reign would have even lasted longer had it not been for upper management, which Michael made very public. He talked about Reinsdorf and Krauss constantly being businessmen and not, being, not making decisions for the love of the game. They wanted the same respect that they gave Phil. They were raking in the money they were getting from merchandise, from tickets, from everything that the Bulls were producing. But they never wanted to give give the players any respect or pay them what they deserve to be paid. Which is why the Bulls ended up breaking up after 1998. Which I don't blame them at all. And, man. John Paxson should know better. He's been a player, an assistant coach, and he's been a general manager for the Bulls. So he's been with this organization for years. He knows what he's dealing with. The fact that he is still being a lackadaisical general manager along with Garth Foreman baffles me because they've gotten to a complacency mind, state of mind where they would rather do stuff for business over winning. And that's been Chicago's biggest problem. Because they've rebuilt so many times since 1999, it's fucking ridiculous. Constantly dealing with injuries, dealing with trades, dealing with contract issues. The same things keep happening over and over again. When are you going to get to a stage where you say enough is a fucking enough? We want to win. We want to bring this championship back to Chicago and get the respect that we deserve. Instead of being a team with just heart, a team that gives it their all but never can pull off the big wins in the playoffs when it's time to actually win because they have not been back to the finals since 1998. That's obvious. And that's why guard packs need to get the fuck out. Because their mindsets are so, 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 ugh, damn. So complacent that it's sickening. And I don't blame certain fans for jumping ship. However, I'm not going to do that. Because I'm not built like that. And pretty much that's where I'm going to leave this. I'm going to see where else this new coach is going to take the Bulls. Because there's 5-20 and 20 right now. They just lost the game tonight. And... People are going to say, oh, it's just one game. Well, you have hella games to go. So we're going to see where this coach is going to go, who's going to produce, 
who could actually stay healthy on the team so that, so the Bulls can actually be effective in the East. That's where I'm going to leave this, and you guys have a good night.